Well, Malik, we don't have any guests this week. We're not going to be doing a two-hour-long episode. It seems like things are finally going back to normal. So with that being said, let's get started on the episode. What do you say? Malik? Malik? Everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Hot's Podcast. I'm Tyler, and that's pretty much it. It's just me. Yeah, so Malik uh, is trying to get acclimated to his new work schedule still, and he needed a little bit of extra time to do that. And I wanted to keep providing you guys with some content, so it's just going to be me and you guys today. Um, I hope that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess you really don't have a choice. I mean, you do have a choice, but like. You know, if you choose to listen to the show, then you don't have a choice. But if you choose not to listen to the show, then, you know, that's how you just cut me off entirely. But anyway, uh, yeah, so I decided, you know, I was going to give myself a little bit of a challenge. I could have skipped this week. I totally 100% could have, you know. But uh, I wanted to give you guys some content, and I thought I'd, I thought it'd be fun to kind of challenge myself here a little bit and do a little bit of a solo podcast. You know, I've technically done this before with the NyQuil episode, but... I never really, like, that That I was more feeling sick and tired and on NyQuil, and I was a little loopy. So, basically, what I decided was, like, you know, let's let, let's get me fully, fully healthy, you know, ready to go, and I would just, you know, keep rambling on for about an hour. <laughs> so, I hope you guys enjoy it. But, uh, yeah, so, some things that have been going on for the past two weeks, because it's been about two weeks since we recorded with Chaco. Uh, speaking of, thank you again, Chaco, for hopping on, on the show. We really appreciated it. We had a great time with you on. That was a good episode, I thought. And also, thank you to Adam as well for hopping on two weeks or the week prior to that. Uh, you know, that was another great episode. I really had a good time with that one as well, discussing Spider-Man No Way Home. That was fun. But, um, yeah, so some things that have been going on lately. Um, after recording that episode with Chaco, uh, I actually went in and rearranged my entire room last uh, that week. Uh, it was about two weeks ago, I believe. But yeah, I, I rearranged my entire room. Like, I gutted out practically everything. Me and my mom, we worked on it. And, you know, now my room's a whole different way now. And I got my Transformers all properly displayed. You know, I don't have any lying around on the floor and bags and stuff like that. I got two bookshelves full of just Transformers. And I'm staring at them right now. It's just a lovely sight to behold. And the changes that I made to my room as well, I'm really surprised at myself. Like, I got, like, some new posters and stuff like that. Some new, I got some war banners from Augusta Tsushima Collector's Edition. All the good stuff, you know. But, uh, yeah, so I, the biggest surprise to me, actually, is that when rearranging my room, like, my room, everybody is fair, is relatively small. It's it's a, It's a room that you really wouldn't expect me to have much room to walk around in. But the way that we placed everything, I have, like, so much room now just in the middle of my floor. Like, I can actually play VR now, and I didn't think that I could actually do that. So, it's a complete and utter shock to me and to my mom and stuff and to anybody, any of my friends that come over and stuff like that. It's just been absolutely incredible. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, that, that's what's been going on for, uh, that, that's what happened that week. Um, other than that, it's just been a lot of work. And, you know, just hanging around, watching some movies. I just got done watching Bumblebee last night with Tim. That was fun. Uh, I forgot about how good that movie is, you know? Like, I watch a lot of the Michael Bay movies, obviously. I go back and I rewatch them from time to time. And, you know, I'm collecting all the movie figures and stuff like that. And I just, like, I don't really take the time to really appreciate how great I had it. We had it with Bumblebee, you know? I shouldn't even say I had it. Like I said, I, I changed it to we had it. Like any any fans of Transformers that goes and watch Bumblebee, like it's just it's just such a good movie. Everything is so accurately portrayed. Like the thing, like all the characters look great and stunning, and they look like their '80s characters and stuff like that. On top of that, one thing that I noticed last night while watching the movie is that the the fighting in the movie basically it, it's like <clears throat> I apologize, I got something stuck in my throat, but uh. 
the the fighting in the movie, it's like, you know, with, when you're watching Michael Bay's movies, you're watching the fighting go down. It's just it just feels like somebody's moving the camera a little bit too much, like he's trying to keep up and he just can't seem to get there. So he's constantly moving the camera around. You're like, well, what happened here? What happened here? You don't really get to see too much of what's going on because they're constantly changing shots. This one is just, it's so fluent. You watch every shot being hit. You watch every punch being dealt, like every kick, every wrestling move that they try to throw at each other. It's just, it's it's definitely rehearsed a little bit better, in my opinion. And probably to a lot of other, all of your opinions as well, if you've ever seen the movie. But the, uh, like, don't get me wrong. I I do enjoy the Michael Bay movies, like I said. I, I will admit that they are bad. But I do get entertainment out of them. I do enjoy them. There are some things that I like about them. There are things that I obviously dislike about them. But overall, Bumblebee is hands down the far superior movie. But it gets me, like, watching the Bumblebee movie last night really got me excited for Rise of the Beast. And to anybody that doesn't know, Rise of the Beast is the brand new Transformers movie that's going to be coming out soon. And, like, it gets me so hyped for it because it's like, this this movie kind of had like an Iron Giant feel to it where it's like, you know, Bumblebee crash lands on Earth and he he loses his memory and he doesn't really know what he's about or what he does and stuff like that. So he meets up with this human and then, you know, the human gets hurt and he gets he gets all like, oh, activate rage mode. Like I could I got all these powerful fucking weapons, you know, but um, it's literally it's kind of Iron Giant ish if I had to if I had to say it, but like the the fact that like we're going to get this next movie and all these Autobots are going to be down on earth with a lot of Decepticons it's just it's just nice to see that we're going to be getting a lot more bots coming soon and i hope that that movie doesn't fail i'm holding out hopes but i'm not getting my hopes too high because i'm afraid that there you know bumblebee was a one and done type situation but let's hope that's not the case anyway um I didn't want to make this all about Transformers, all right? So I'm going to try my best here not to do that. You know, Transformers is one of my main things that I could talk about for hours. But I'm going to – and I'd love to sit down and talk with you all about it and stuff like that. But I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys don't want to hear that. So we're going to move on to some other things. Um, Book of Boba Fett. Man, that show has just got – really stepped it up a notch with the fifth and sixth episode. It's absolutely crazy. I mean – Granted, the fifth and sixth episode are basically just Mandalorian season 2.5 or like a little preview to season three of Mandalorian. But man, I'm along for the ride, man. You know, (laughs) the show's the show is getting pretty good and they didn't really have Boba Fett in it, even though it's called Book of Boba Fett. But like I've just been enjoying the, the expansion on the world of Star Wars that we're seeing inside of these episodes like Episode five is a prime example. Like Mando goes to a planet. I don't know what the planet's called, but it's literally just a halo from Halo. Like it literally looks like if you were to colonize a halo rig and it's just, man, I looked at that and I'm like, God damn, this is cool. Like, um, the city itself looks like your average Star Wars city and stuff like that. You know, there's like a, they got their little hideaway areas, got your little bad areas and your alleyways and whatnot. But uh, overall, it just looked like a really cool planet to be on. And it's like, damn, I totally go there if I could. But that probably doesn't exist anywhere in this universe. But who knows? It could. Um, yeah, but yeah, Book of Boba Fett's been very good. Um, I, I, I don't know if, like, don't get me wrong. I like the deep fake that they did of Luke in episode six. Spoilers, everybody, um, to anybody that hasn't watched Star, uh, Book of Boba Fett yet. But if you haven't watched it, then I highly recommend it. Um, odds are you've probably seen episode six by the time this episode drops. I would hope so. Uh, because it would have been out for about a week now. But anyway, I like the deep fake that they did of Luke, like I said, was really cool. It's just something was off about his acting. And the thing is that I, I had now found out, obviously I found out today that apparently the voice was AI generated and there was just lines from previous movies and stuff like that, which makes sense, but it just seemed a little off. Cause like while watching it, I'm like, I feel like Luke talks a little bit more fluent than just, Oh, with the Jedi, you will find peace. You got to choose Grogu. This is the path to enlightenment. <laughs> it was a little dead. I'm not going to lie. A little dead. But 
I can overlook it because I just enjoy the show overall. It's not like I'm not going to let this one little bit ruin the entire show for me, you know, because that's not what I'm about. I'm the, I'm the type of person that likes to find good things in shows that that I love, you know. But uh, overall, the show itself has just been, man, what a turn, you know. It's just some of the things that they're throwing at us inside the show between like Gro- like showing us what's going on with Grogu, showing us what's going on with Mando and Cobb Vanth and like they introduced Cad Bane. Like, this is the first time Cad Bane's ever been live action. That's crazy. And the thing is, is that a lot of people are getting really upset with the way Cad Bane looks because he doesn't look exactly like he does in the Clone Wars. I think he looks fine. Like, I, I look at pictures of him. Like, he looks he looks fine. He looks a little aged. Don't get me wrong. But, like, how many years is this after Clone Wars? Like, man, like, the guy's got to age at some point here, everybody. But, like, I think he looks good, you know? And the fact that, like, people are going out of their way already, it's only been about, what, the, the time I'm recording this, it's Saturday, it would have dropped on Wednesday, that's, like, Thursday, Friday. About three days after the episode dropped, people are already digitally editing it to make it look like the Clone Wars version. And I just, like, I'm like, guys, come on, you can't, people need to learn that, like, you can't have everything the exact way that you want it, especially when it comes to Star Wars. If you haven't already learned that by now, that you can't get exactly what you want out of Star Wars, then maybe this fandom isn't really the best for you, in my opinion. Like, I, I this is coming from a guy who has wanted amazing amounts of clone content since 2002 and didn't get it until Clone Wars came out and, like, what... I want to say, like, 2008. I had to wait, like, a good six years just to get some good cloned content. And even then, I didn't even watch it because I was just some stuck-up kid who was like, well, Star Wars shouldn't be animated. This looks dumb. I don't even like this. And I was like, turns out I missed out on something really good. I didn't even watch Clone Wars until about, what, like, I'd say 2018-ish? Like... And that's that's saying something, because I am a really big clone fan, you know? But, like, the thing that I, the thing that comes with Star Wars is that Star Wars offers so much different variety on many different things. And the thing the thing that gets me is that, like, the, the complaints about uh, Cad Bane being not as blue as he should have been in the show, and it's like, you guys gotta realize this is a universe that is not only farther in time... But like, it's I should I shouldn't say farther in time. You're in a, you're at a point in Star Wars where Cad Bane was, you know, he was relatively a, an older guy in Clone Wars, and now he's even older because this is many years after Clone Wars. So like, he's got to age. Am I right? <laughs> you guys seem to be okay with Boba Fett getting the acidic skin healing himself up like why can't you be okay with this but i guess it's not really my place to throw my judgment out this is just kind of my platform to speak from what i think personally and the fact that you guys listen to this is a testament because i you know i can keep rambling on for about you know for an hour here and uh it's just a matter of making it entertaining so uh <laughs> I don't even know what I'm rambling on about anymore. You guys are probably sitting here going, what the hell is this guy talking about? Like, I, I, I <laughs> that sentence alone, the past couple sentences that I just reached out, I feel like made absolute no sense. And you guys could probably go ahead and be like, no, it made perfect sense, but it just didn't make sense to me, you know? And that's kind of what this episode's going to be about. It's going to be about me rambling on about a bunch of different things, changing the subject constantly and, you know, getting off put. Uh, because that's just what I know best. Honestly, I'm a man who can, who can talk the talk, you know, uh, I shouldn't say talk, <laughs> talk the talk, but, um, I'm a man who can talk, the talk. I can talk about one thing and just immediately jump into the next possible subject just to make sure I got you guys on your, on your fucking toes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> so anyway, we're going to continue on here about something different. Uh, we talked about Book of Boba Fett already, and I could keep going on for I can keep going on for longer than what I just did for Book of Boba Fett. That show is just absolutely fantastic. If you're a Star Wars fan, you haven't watched Book the Book of Boba Fett yet, but you went out and you watched The Mandalorian, go fucking watch Book of Boba Fett. All right, like it's just that good of a show. 
Other things that have been really good lately, Peacemaker has been absolutely phenomenal. Like, oh my God, like that show, it's just, that show took me by surprise. And the thing is, is like, I shouldn't really, it shouldn't have really taken me by surprise, but it did. And the thing is, is that with that show, it's like, you know, I watched the Suicide Squad and I absolutely loved Peacemaker as a character. But when they said there was going to be a show about him, I wasn't really too hype about it. Like, I was at the time after watching Suicide Squad. I was like, I am A-OK with this. Give me this show right away. But then when I started seeing, like, promotional stuff for it and all that, and, like, I didn't even watch the trailer for the show because, like, it just, I think I said this in the podcast already, but I didn't even watch the trailer. And it's because of the fact that I was just like, I don't know, I wasn't really so sure how a Peacemaker show was going to work, but... After watching all these episodes, I I literally want to go back in time and just slap the Tyler that thought that because like he was dumb and he was wrong. That this show, everybody, Peacemaker, has been not only just hilarious, but the storytelling in general by James Gunn. And it, it it's it's fantastic. Like the fact that like we the show's got two episodes left and I still can't grasp whether or not a butterfly is good or bad, <laughs> you know? And it's like, there's so many people that are like, you know, there, there's so many things in the show that make me want to believe that they might be good. But then there's so many things that make me want to believe they're bad because they're taking over people's bodies, which is obviously bad. And the, and the thing is, is that like, you, it's like, do I want to sympathize with these guys or do I not? Because they're kind of a weird alien race that takes over people's lives. But they understand that they're doing that. I mean, and let's go ahead and talk about this. Spoilers, everybody, for Peacemaker. Um, you know, obviously the the secret's out. Mern is a butterfly, yes. Uh, that was very uh, that was given to us probably two episodes ago. Um as at the time that I'm recording this episode, I believe six or seven just dropped. Um, I think it was episode six because um, I think it dropped right around the time that uh, the book of Boba Fett did actually. But anyway, I'm side. I'm getting off track here. Um, but obviously, Mern is a butterfly, but like he's kind of a good butterfly. And it's like, look, man, I understand. I took this man's life away from him and all of his personalities. But the thing is, is that this guy was a psychopathic murderer. But like he did have the potential to change. And I took that away from him. I'm at fault for that, you know. But I'm here. I'm here to stop Goff, the other butterfly, from, you know, taking over the world, essentially. And you're and you're kind of like, all right, well, how much of this do I actually believe? Because the whole thing about butterflies is that we genuinely don't know what they're about. And the only person that does are James Gunn. The only people that do are James Gunn and the people that worked on that show and the people that were also in the show. They're the only ones that know what's going on right now. And you just say the more I the more I watch, the more I just want to like fucking DM John Cena or something to be like, tell me what a fucking butterfly is, because I need to know. (laughs) But uh, I'll be right back, guys. I'm going to take a quick little breather here. All right, everybody, I'm back. Uh, but, yeah, like I was saying, obviously, like, if you haven't watched Peacemaker, I cannot recommend that show enough. But I kind of want to stop talking about Peacemaker and Book of Boba Fett for a little bit because I realize we've been talking about that for the past three episodes, and it's time we move on to something a little bit different here. Um, So I'm going to talk a little bit more about, like, what's been going on while I've been gone, or while we've been gone, technically, even though Malik's not here. Uh, (laughs) uh, So I just thought of this funny story, actually, that happened the other day. Um, At my job, we, there are certain people that aren't allowed to be in the store by themselves because of position, whole big thing. So I, I send one of my employees to go get me some breakfast the one morning. And I had, for breakfast that morning, I wanted like, they, they sell at the, at, at the, at the grocery store where, because I just realized last episode that not everybody has an Acme. Um, like at the grocery store next to us, uh, I sent my employee to go over and get me there. They, they sell these double packs of cookies and it's like two bucks. So I wanted two of the chocolate chip and two of the, uh, the rainbow one with the little rainbow M&Ms or whatever. And so I was like, yeah, get me two of those and, you know, get me some drinks. So he goes over and he goes, he comes back with two boxes 
and like two containers full of these cookies. And I'm like thinking to myself, man, he must have gotten himself some cookies or something like that because like I didn't or I didn't ask for that. But he comes back and he lo and behold he hands me the stuff and I was like, Would they not have the, the two pack? And he goes, No, you said you wanted chocolate chip and you wanted the rainbow, right? And I was like it was, there were two twelve packs. I'm like, dude, there were two I was like, I wanted the two pack. Why the hell would I send you to go get the twelve packs? Like two twelve packs. Like I'm not I'm not that much of a big eater. <laughs> like I don't know. I thought it was really funny of of my employee. He, he did not think that one through. I, I was roasting him about it all day. But uh I, I tend to I tend to do that a lot. Like I, I the thing is is that like I mess I mess around with people a lot, you know, and this is like and I shouldn't say this this doesn't it's not like the workplace or anything like that. It's just in life in general. I like to mess with people. Um and it's because like, you know, I lived with my brother for for a little bit when I lived with my dad and 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 stuff like that and we just like, you know, we always we've always had a friends group where we always mess with each other constantly, play pranks on each other. We we like we joke about each other and stuff like that. So I kind of just like got used to that and brought it back home when I moved back to Philly. And the thing is, is that like, I, I was thinking about some of the things that I used to do to mess with people. Like Malik's brought it up in the podcast before I unintentionally gaslight a lot. (laughs) Um, and it's mainly because I try to, I, I make a joke and I try to see how long I can take it. And then nobody brings it back up. And then months later, Malik will come back like it, this is only with Malik in particular. Nobody else has really done this that I can remember. And if they have, I apologize to anybody. You know, I don't I don't try to gaslight people. I don't do harmful gaslighting. You know what I mean? I'm not that type of person. I don't like to cause any harm to anybody. I just like to live, li- live my life, you know. So when Malik, when me and Malik first met, I remember he was talking about uh, Nirvana and he was, he was saying how much he enjoys Nirvana. So I make a joke saying like, Oh, only true Nirvana fans know in utero that one of their albums. And immediately Malik is just like, wow, this guy's kind of an asshole. (laughs) Uh, He's sitting there going like, man, I can't believe this guy just, just fucking said that to me, you know? And then, about a couple of weeks later, I remember we were talking about wrestling and he was like, Oh, you're a SmackDown guy or are you a raw guy? Because, you know, at the time the, the brands were merged, but like, you know, there was the point where the brands were separated. So he asked me that and I go, only true wrestling fans like both the brands and can appreciate them to which Malik's like, Oh my fuck. I can't believe this guy just said this to me. Like what an ass. So I, Obviously, he didn't bring that to my attention, and I forgot about it. So here we are, months later into our friendship, and he, ta- he, I don't know how it came about. We were just on Xbox the one night, and he just brings it up. And he was just like, yeah, you don't remember when we first met, and you told me that the only true Nirvana fans like in utero? And I was like, what? And he's like, he explained a little bit, and I was like, oh, I was, I was fucking with you, dude. And he goes, he got so upset. He was like, you can't just say you were just messing with me. And I was like, I was like, you never brought it to my attention. Like, uh, so basically what had happened, everybody is that I, I did unintentionally gaslight Malik, but I just forgot about it. I meant to tell him that I was kidding, but I didn't. Cause I like to keep the joke going until I get called out on it. But I had completely forgotten about it entirely. Um, obviously I've apologized to Malik for that and stuff like that. Or maybe I didn't. I don't really remember. I don't really know. I don't think he was too bothered by it because obviously we're still friends and we run a podcast together. So, but, um, I remember this one time there was one of my buddies, <laughs> I played this joke on him and he's going to, he's going to hate me for telling this story on the podcast, but it is what it is. I remember, uh, my one, my one buddy, uh, I used to work at the Acme and he did too. And he used to work overnight shifts and I would work in the deli and I would go in the back and do dishes. So he'd come back and talk to me because he would show up for work like an hour or two early than he was supposed to. But, um, we, so I had told him that when we were, when we first like got to know each other, that he ate a salad off the ground 
And he was like, immediately, he goes, what? No, I didn't. And I'm like, yeah, you did, dude. Like, we straight, like when we first met, you, you saw this salad on the ground. You're like, man, that looks delicious. And then you, and then you were getting ready to scoop it. And I told you not to do that because you were going to get sick. And what happened? You got sick. Like, and I was just, I was just saying this shit just to mess with him, you know, like, you know, it's all good fun and stuff like that. Um, turns out that, uh, I was a little bit too persuasive. So he's sitting there. I remember he was sitting there and I'm still doing my dishes and I'm trying to like change the subject and stuff like that. And I'm like, yo, are you, it's like 10 minutes. And I'm like, dude, are you all right? Like, you okay? You got really quiet. And he goes, I just, I don't remember doing that. <laughs> and he seems so upset about it. I was like, dude, I was only messing with you, man. I'm sorry. Like, I didn't think he'd actually believe me. Like, I legitimately got a man to think that he ate a salad off the ground. He knew he didn't do it, but he genuinely thought he did. And I just think that was really funny. You can go ahead and say what you want, but obviously me and that person are still friends and you know, he knows it was all in good fun, but, uh, yeah. So I'm trying to think of some other stuff that, uh, that's been going on lately. Um, I mean, we talked about, um, I'm going to take a quick break real quick and think about what to talk about. (laughs) All right. I'm back everybody. And I got some more things to talk about now. Um, One of the big things that I wanted to talk about was uh, Activision, or I'm not Activision, uh, Sony buying out Bungie. Uh, It's pretty crazy that they went out and bought Bungie, and, you know, they they say that it was basically, you know, it wasn't, it, it just happened to be coincidence that it was around the time that Xbox bought Activision. And, you know, they can say that all they want, but I think the reality of it is that, you know, they realize that Xbox was buying up all these companies that they should probably start buying up some companies too. And the thing is, is like them owning Bungie is going to be really cool because it's going to, you know, obviously they can keep working on Destiny and stuff like that. But I think Bungie could, this gives Bungie the opportunity to start working on some new original IPs. You know, we all know Bungie as the creators of Halo. And they skyrocketed that franchise. You know, everybody loves Halo. Everybody knows the impact that it that it led in the video game industry and stuff like that. And, you know, Destiny, unfortunately, just didn't live up to that. So I think it's time that these guys actually work on a new IP and could actually make something really great in the hands of Sony. And... Like the the reason why I'm saying this is because a lot of people seem to think that the console wars are still a thing. They're really not, you know. The like I I now own both consoles. I own the PS5 and I own the Series X now. Uh, that's another thing I forgot to bring up is that I bought a PS5 recently. But um, so like the thing is, is that I own both consoles and I enjoy playing on both consoles. I'm not gonna lie, the haptic feedback on a PlayStation Five is pretty intense and the adaptive triggers are something that I need to get used to, but overall I enjoy it. And, you know, I plan on playing like horizon forbidden West when it comes out on the 18th. And like, I, I plan on pick it, like playing through ghost of Tsushima, the director's cut, because I never finished the original ghost of Tsushima on PS4. Like, you know, stuff like that. There's a lot of great things in gaming going on right now. And the thing is, is that people need to stop arguing over which consoles better in my opinion, because it's all personal preference first off to begin with. And it just I don't know. I feel like I feel like a lot of the a lot of things come from the diehard PlayStation fans. And if you guys are a PlayStation fan, you know, so be it. You guys enjoy, I hope you guys enjoy your console. It is a really great console. I own it myself now. And I enjoy it. And I hope you guys enjoy it too. And the thing is, is that for some reason Sony a lot of diehard Sony fans just seem to kind of feel the need to be on top, it seems like. And I don't know where it stems from, because it's like, PlayStation's always been a grand hitter. Like, a, they've always been a home run hitter of a console for since 1994 when they dropped. But, like, the thing is, is like, you know, let let Xbox have, have something, you know? When Halo came out, the, all you see are those memes that was like, 
it, you'd see it on TikTok. It's like it's Master Chief grapple hooking a bunch of times, and it's just like when you want to play Spider Man, but all you have is an Xbox and stuff like that. It's stuff like that. It's just like why can't you just let us have it? You know, it's our game. We we like Halo. You know, and this might be a little bit of just me complaining a little bit, but I it's just this is just what I've picked up. You know, being a fan of both the consoles and seeing people at like literally like at arms with each other over these consoles. It's like, look, there's some great things on PlayStation. There's some great things on Xbox. Why can't we just both come together and just enjoy video games? We're at a great part. We're at a great part in our lives right now where video games are playing a big role in a lot of modern society. You know, we're at a point where video games can literally build careers and video games can, you know, video games through like content creation and stuff like that can all be achieved. This is stuff that like growing up as a kid, you know, your parents weren't were like, you can't make money off of video games. You got to go get a real job and stuff like that. Just sit back and enjoy where gaming is. I think you'd be a lot happier if you just did, you know, and you know, my opinion probably doesn't matter. I'm just a guy on a fucking podcast, <laughs> um, you know, but I, I like, I genuinely like both consoles, but the thing is with Sony buying act or buying, um, Bungie, a lot of people are saying like, a lot of people are going as far to say like, Oh, we got, we got, you know, Sony's got Bungie, you know, the original creators of Halo and stuff like that. What a lot of people don't seem to realize is that a lot of the original creators of Halo are gone from Bungie. You know, these new guys are all, they, all they know is destiny. And possibly some other possible IAPs that they're working on. You never know. They could have something hidden up their fucking sleeve. But, like, a lot of the original creators of Halo, they're gone. And the thing is, is that, like, a lot of people wanted Xbox to buy Bungie back so that we can get good Halo, technically. But, like, we have good Halo. 343 did really good with Infinite. And if you guys don't want to admit that, then I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm a, I've been a longtime fan of Halo. And Halo Infinite is probably the best Halo we've gotten in 10 years, everybody. Um, and I'm not here to throw out, like, oh, here, here, here's the wake-up hour with Tyler. I'm going to get you guys fucking woke on everything Halo, you know? Um, everybody's entitled to their opinion. It's just like, I just didn't think, I think Bungie being on PlayStation is genuinely going to be a good thing, you know? I think that they have the opportunity to make, like I said, some original IPs and make some great games down the line. But we're in this we're in this era of gaming right now where it seems like these guys are just buying up video game companies right now, you know. PlayStation's buying up companies and Xbox is buying up big companies like Activision and Blizzard and and Bethesda and stuff like that. But the thing is is that you get, Xbox isn't trying to compete with anybody here everybody. Like what they're trying to do is they're just trying to get more games to add on to Game Pass. You know, they want they want you to pay the 15 bucks a month it is for Game Pass and they're they're selling it at a loss, you know. The all these games that they're giving out for 10 bucks a month, that's a huge loss on Microsoft's end. But the thing is is that they have the deep pockets that they can afford that. It's genuinely like they just want gaming to be great and I like that. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. Um, you know, the 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 gaming industry right now could not be any better between both consoles. And I mean that as a man who's probably going to end up playing Horizon Zero Dawn tonight over playing his Xbox. I, you know, I'm enjoying where gaming is. And even the Switch itself has just been a fantastic console. They just released Pokemon Legends Arceus. And that game, oh my God, everybody's been talking about it. It's it, it's nonstop. It's all over TikTok. It's all over Twitter. It's all over YouTube. It's it's literally every day I come into work, I'm I'm hearing from one of my employees. They're like, "Man, Arceus is just fantastic. You got to get Arceus, Tyler." Like, and the, the reason why I haven't gotten Arceus yet, or Arceus, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. I just like to call it Arceus. Um, the reason why I haven't gotten the game yet is because. I just, I have a lot of games that I'm buying right now, and I have a lot of Transformers that I'm buying right now. I apologize, I just bumped the microphone there. But I have Transformers that I have on pre-order, and I have games that I'm really excited about. And I, I, it's just Arceus has caught my interest, yes, but that's kind of, I can wait. I can wait on it, you know what I mean? 
I, I haven't even finished Diamond and Pearl. And I bought the double pack for that, you know? Like, I just don't have the time for it. And I don't... And I'm putting a lot of my money towards the Horizon Forbidden West Collector's Edition because I had to get that one. It's such a good collector's edition. I'm the type of guy that I don't really go for collector's editions unless it's totally worth it. When I look at collector's editions and I see some, like, prime example, the most recent two collector's editions that I've gotten are Marvel's Avengers and Ghost of Tsushima. The reason why is because of the stuff that it came with. When a collector's edition is worth the price that they're setting it at, I'll 100% buy it, especially if I'm interested in the game, you know? I was interested in Marvel's Avengers, and whether you want to call it a flop or not, it's I enjoyed playing it when it came out. But because of that collector's edition, I got some cool stuff. Like I got, a, I got like a Mjolnir like keychain. I got like a Black Widow belt buckle. I got the schematics for the prototype suit of Iron Man, and a really cool Captain America statue, and I think a Hulk bobblehead if I remember correctly. But like, that's some cool stuff. Regardless of whether I like the game or not, that's some cool Marvel stuff that I love. You know, these characters that I enjoy. Whether or not I like the game was doesn't, isn't really a factor on that. It's just cool stuff. You know what I mean? Um, I did enjoy the game, though. It's just the story was a little short, in my opinion. But I've heard it's gotten a lot better. I just haven't had a chance to play it. So... Um, the next collector's edition that I got was the Ghost of Tsushima collector's edition. The reason I got that is because Ghost of Tsushima, when I first saw that, saw the look of Ghost of Tsushima, I believe at E3 2017, it blew me away. I'm, I love old samurais. Like I love ancient samurais and stuff like that. Um, I don't go out of my way to watch the old samurai movies, mind you. So, you, you know, go ahead and call me a fake fan all you want. I just like the the aesthetic of ancient samurais, okay? I think it's awesome. So, when you give me a game that's based around ancient ja- ancient Japan and old samurais and you make it as beautiful looking of a game as Ghost of Tsushima with an amazing story attached to it, I'm going to get it. You know, I'm going to be super hyped for it. I waited so long for it and when they announced the collector's edition came with so much cool content like the extra suits, the war banner, the cloth map, the art book, the steel book, and all that. Like the 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 mask, the mask of uh, of Jin Sakai, the ghost mask, pretty much. Um, everything that I that that came in that collector's edition, I absolutely wanted, and of course, I forked out the money for it. I had the mask literally right next to me. Um, I just hung up the war banner and the cloth map in my room, and it looks so good up there. Um when you release a really good collector's edition like that, it's definitely something that I'm going to buy. And that's exactly what horizons for better horizons for Ben West did. They gave, they're giving me with the collector's edition that I'm getting, I'm not getting the regala, the regalia edition or regala edition, whatever. Um, cause I missed out on that. That was a really, those, those sold very quick. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not getting the replica, like, little, like, uh, communicator thing that she has and stuff like that, but I am getting some really cool stuff with this collector's edition. I'm getting, like, the mammoth statue and the little statue, the little figure of Aloy to go with the with the mammoth statue. And, like, the art box, the steel book, the art, the, uh, the digital soundtrack and the digital art book and, like, the comic. Like, you're getting a full-on volume comic of Horizon Zero Dawn with it, and I could not be happier. Um... Some really great stuff coming in that collector's edition. It was definitely worth it. So I've been chipping away at that a little bit and just trying to like put money down where I can and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's just uh, you know with with Horizon coming out and stuff like that. That's the reason I didn't I didn't get Arceus or Arceus. Um, do I regret it? Kinda because it does look like a lot of fun. But it, again, like I said, I can wait. You know, I uh, so. Uh, moving on to other things, I, I just recently laid out like all of my steel books when I was cleaning my room. I, I I put them all out on the floor, and man, let me tell you, if you're if you're a steel book collector out there, everybody, I envy you because you probably have way more steel books than I do. But I the steel books are so nice, regardless of whether it's a movie or a video game. You lay out a bunch of steel books together, they're gonna look nice together. It's just the the art design and everything on them. It's just 
it's fantastic. It's great things to display, you know. But um, yeah, I laid out my steelbooks the other day, and I just had to. I, I had to share it with people. I was taking pictures, sending them to a bunch of my friends, and like, look at my collection. Look at how awesome this is. Like, you know, um, it was it was cool. It was cool. Uh, putting up my Transformers collection, I will admit that that was that took a couple days, and I do mean a couple days. Like, it took me one day to get the majority of the collection up on the shelves, and then I still had more to go, and that even took me almost all day on Thursday <laughs> to get that done. It took me a good couple hours, but uh, we got them all up there. They're all nicely displayed, looking looking real good, looking real good. And the thing is, is that. I'm trying to I'm trying to move on to some other forms of content creation as well. Like obviously you guys know I'm I do the podcast here and I do uh Twitch streaming with Adam on Third Rate Nerds with Clancy. Um you know. I, I'm moving on to another thing as well. I want to move on to TikTok. And I said this already in the last episode, and I probably said this in other episodes past, but I want to review Transformers on TikTok. And I'm getting so close to getting there. I plan on making my first video soon, but um, I I just I, I'm so I'm so psyched to get into something like this. And and this is what this is kind of where I'm gonna get a little bit mushy with you guys. Um, you know, I do it all the time. I tend to I tend to thank you guys a lot, and I cannot thank you guys enough. You know, you guys give me the platform to do these things. You guys give me the opportunity to sit here and rant for almost 45 minutes about the most stupidest shit. <laughs> it's like the, the best way I could put it, the most random and stupidest shit that I could possibly think of. But the fact that you guys actually like go out of your way and listen to this, to this stuff, it makes me so happy. You know, the support you guys give us, give me and Malik and the support you guys give me as well on like the support you guys give me, Adam and Clancy on third rate nerds or like me and Malik on here on hot to podcast. And like, hopefully the support that will transfer over to TikTok when I do transformers reviews, it's just something that I didn't think I would have about four years ago. You know, I, uh, you know, everybody has this idea, like I'm going to make a YouTube channel or I'm going to make this or make that and stuff like that. But like the fact that like the fact that I can sit here right now talking to you guys personally about like the things that I like and to have you guys listen in on it and, you know, get a few laughs here and there and stuff like that. It's just it's a feeling that I can't really describe, you know, it's it's just such a thankful feeling and I cannot thank you guys enough for tuning in listening to this every week and tuning in on third rate nerds if you tune in if not it's okay you guys are still awesome you know it's just uh it's it's just amazing and i cannot thank you guys enough for that i hope you guys <laughs> i hope you guys are enjoying the solo episode here and i probably said that a bunch of times this episode but I genuinely hope you guys are enjoying this right now because I'm going to try and push on for at least another 15 more minutes. So I hope you guys are ready. You're buckled up because we're going. I don't know what that was. <laughs> um, So I actually, the other day, I just found out that apparently I can do a really good, like, Southern cowboy impression. And it totally slipped out by accident. I was, about a month ago, I was driving to I was driving somewhere I forget where it was and one of my employees is still in high school he's a senior in high school um so I took a video and sent it to my work group chat uh that I was passing by a school and when I did that it's just turned out to be a video of me just going hey <laughs> I was like I was like oh this person has school <laughs> you got school boy <laughs> And I was just like, I, I did it better on the video. I don't know how the fuck I pulled that off, but like, I, uh, I, I think I, I think I do a pretty decent Southern cowboy impression, kind of like an Arthur Morgan style from Red Dead Redemption Two. Ditch, <laughs> lady. That's uh, that's my impression. That's uh, that's what you guys get. Um, 
I it, I did find out a long like uh, probably actually a couple months ago. I tend to I tend to fuck around with voices a lot because I've always wanted to be a voice actor. And you know, I look up the guys like John DiMaggio and Will Friedle and Sean Schemmel and Troy Baker and um and you know, like Phil Lamar and stuff like that. And I, I can go on about voice actors that I absolutely love. But I look up to guys like that, and I'm like, man, I would love to get into voice acting. I've always done voices as a kid. I used to do the most random voices. Adam will tell you more than anybody. I used to do a very, very solid impression of Butters from South Park when I was a kid. Um, (laughs) I can't do it now because my voice is, unfortunately, uh, you know, puberty has has hit. Or as uh, as Corey from Boy Meets World likes to say, puberty. But, uh... You know, I can't do it now, but one of the voices that I can do is I could do a very menacing Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget, you know, just, just, just like a, I'll get you, get it next time. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the greatest thing about it is that it doesn't even hurt my throat. I mean, if I were to do it for hours, probably, but, uh, you know, I, I, it's just one of those voices that come naturally and I can swap into it pretty damn easily. I used to do a really good impression of uh, Jim Ross from uh, from WWE. If anybody that used to watch old WWE or even AEW nowadays, uh, I used to be able to do a good Jimmy or Jim Ross. I wonder if I could still do it. Let me uh, let me clear up my voice here. You son of a bitch! <laughs> uh, that's not what I wanted to do. Let's do let's do a classic Jim Ross voice line. Let me think of one. Let me think of one. What? Um, God, why am I blanking on what he would say right now? I'd normally just throw this out like it's nothing. One of the prime examples is, uh, I found when I first found out that I could do a Jim Ross impression, it was completely by accident. I was watching the movie, the giver. (laughs) It's probably the most random thing that I could think of to just throw out a voice. But for some reason, I just like, I just went into it. It was watching the scene where the, you know, the, uh, the main kid, I think his name was Jonah. Um, uh, he, he looks at the kid, the, the, the family takes on a kid and then he finds out that the kid's got the same mark that he does. And I was just like, I was like, he's a giver, the giver. He's got the same symbol as you. That makes you the giver. <laughs> um, and I just, I, I don't know. Right from there. I was just like, damn, I do a really good JR impression. Um, it's not, I haven't done it in a while, so it's probably a little bit off if you guys hear this back and I'll probably hear it back myself and be like, what the fuck was I thinking? That sounded nothing like it, but, uh, you know, but yeah, like one of the things is, like I said, I used to always wanted to get into voice acting. I still would love to get into voice acting one day. I think that'd be a really cool gig, you know, and, and not even just like, you know, uh, not even just like, oh, I want to do it because it, 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 it just looks like fun, you know? Getting to know, like one of my one of my favorite voice actor of all time is John DiMaggio, and it's because he's he's been most of the things that I liked growing up. He was um he was Marcus Phoenix in Gears of War. He was Bender in Futurama. He was Jake in Adventure Time. Like he was all over the place. And apologize, I had a burp there, but um he he was just all over the place, and he he was the Joker. And Batman Under the Red Hood, and my God, he was just so good in that movie. You know, he was absolutely fantastic. And you know, he was Schnitzel and Chowder as well. I can go on. He's he's done so much. I could just go on and on and on. But uh, I've always loved John DiMaggio, and I like I've already told my story about Will Friedle and meeting Will Friedle on the podcast. If you haven't heard that, I believe it was like maybe the second or third episode. I highly recommend going back to listening to it because there's uh there's it's the reason why I like Boy Meets World as much as I do is because I have the personal connection to it. Like, I feel like I lived a scene, like a good episode or two of Boy Meets World in real life. And that's why I have that personal connection to the show. But yeah, we're, uh, we're getting to about the 50 minute mark here. And honestly, if you guys have made it this far, I, I have to give you a congratulations. I'm going to give you a, give you a nice little clap, man. I don't know how you could stand to just sit here and listen to me talk without bouncing off of anybody. Like me and Malik tend to bounce off of each other very well. So the fact that I can just continue to talk and manage to keep you guys entertained this, this whole amount of time, it's just something that I didn't think I'd be able to do. 
not going to lie. I, uh, I really didn't think that, you know, it was going to go over that well. <laughs> I, uh, I got very nervous. I'm not going to lie. I got, got nervous leading up to this just because I, you know, I was like, what if I'm going to run out of things to say? What if I'm, what if I'm not funny enough? What if I'm like, I shouldn't say not funny enough because I like to think I'm pretty funny, but, um, what if I, I just got a little nervous, you know, I didn't think I'd be able to keep myself going here for an hour, almost an hour. Cause we're, like I said, we're at the 50 minute mark still. Um, got Futurama on in the background right now. Just been, uh, it's been, I gotta admit, it's been pretty fun just sitting here talking without Malik. Um, but I am unfortunately running out of things to say. Uh, give me like, give me like five more minutes. Give me like, uh, not five more minutes. Give me like a quick second for you guys to think about some more things. I can, I can come up with another nine minutes of stuff. Just give me one second. All right. I'm back everybody. I, I gotta say, I just watched the Moon Knight trailer again, and I think that's what I'm gonna take the last little bit of time to talk about because obviously we talked about it uh, last episode, but the just I just want to get more of my opinion out because I'm just I'm just such a huge Moon Moon Knight fan, you know, and I'm really excited for this show. Just like everything about that trailer just sparks complete joy in in, in me, you know. I'm I'm very excited for this and. I, you know, there's just so much about that to just take in, you know, it's the fact that Steven, obviously he's playing a Steven Grant and he, you know, there's the phone call scene where like he gets the call and it's like, Oh my God, Mark, thank God you're alive. And he's like, why did you call me Mark? And stuff like that. It just still blows my mind on how they're handling this. Um, the suit itself just looks absolutely fantastic and just like everything that he's doing like you know with the sleeping disorder and stuff like that he's got himself chained to a bed because he most likely wakes up as another character another uh i shouldn't say character another personality you know whether it's jake lockley or mark specter um it, it takes him a minute you know he chops out of bed he's scared he's like he doesn't realize where he is at the time and it's just it's crazy because you know moon knight's always had the dissociative identity disorder and i think that they're going to nail that to a t in this in this show you know um and it it sucks because you know they they, they have mid, they were planning on adding midnight man in there and they had him in but unfortunately the actor passed away and you know if he does really well as midnight man i'm gonna want him to come back as midnight man you know because it's like it's like a big moon knight villain is midnight man and I anybody that doesn't know anything about Moon Knight, I I hope you watch this show because Moon Knight will surprise you. Moon Knight's the type of superhero that unfortunately is very D list. Um it's great that he's getting the recognition now. Don't get me wrong. But he's always been a very D list superhero. And one of the things that always caught my attention when it came to Moon Knight was just how there's just the story behind it you know there's i'm not one i'm not one to have any mental illnesses i don't have any mental illnesses or anything like that but just the idea of a superhero with a mental disorder like that and he uses it it like at first to his advantage to you know take on these personas and you know use it to fight crime with but then it becomes as he keeps going just becomes a struggle to deal with because obviously mental illness is not one, not anything to be taken lightly, you know? Um, it's just, it's always been an intriguing concept to me personally, because I never dealt with things like that, you know? So I, I feel like, I feel like through moon Knight I could kind of start to understand the things that I don't understand. If that makes sense, you know? Um, I could sympathize with people a little bit more knowing that, you know, some people just unfortunately have it a little bit harder than others with, in terms of mental illness and such. And I hope you all can find your peace. You know, I really do. Um, I didn't mean to get deep on this. I just wanted to review moon Knight. <laughs> I do hope you all can find your peace and happiness. You know, that's all, that's all I want. And, in, in you know, that. If you find it in this show, if you find it in anything else, I'm I'm happy for you. You know, uh, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> you got you got me rooting in your corner. 
but yeah, Moon Knight, I highly recommend the show. It's gonna be it's gonna be a wild ride, that's for sure. Um I'm actually so psyched about it. I'm getting a tattoo of Moon Knight soon, actually. Um, because at the time that this episode debut air airs on Tuesday, it'll be Tuesday the uh I wanna say the eighth. I might be I might be wrong on my dates here. Let me take a look here. Go ahead and click out of the Moon Knight trailer. It'll be Tuesday the uh, the 8th. Yeah, I was right on. How about that? Tuesday the 8th is when this episode is going to air. Um, and I'm getting my Moon Knight tattoo on the 11th, which is also my birthday. Uh, normally, I don't really get too hype about my birthdays or anything like that. To me, it's just another day. Um, you know, I, I'm just a little bit older. You know, um, but I'm really stoked for this one because I booked myself a birthday tattoo and that tattoo is going to be my mood night. And I, I've talked about a couple of my tattoos here on the podcast, but I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an idea of what I plan on having going around my arm essentially, because I have a whole sleeve planned out. It's just a matter of getting the pieces there. Um, so right up at the top of the forearm, uh, right before the hand is my sound wave tattoo atop from that is the first tattoo i ever got which is jesse's helmet from the clone wars to pay homage to the clones it's beat up it's got blood running down like the side of the eye and stuff like that it's supposed to be an homage to the final scene of the clone wars as i've said on the podcast right next to him on the uh on the inner forearm uh, up at the top towards the elbow bump like you know the little little fold of your elbow i have wrecker because wrecker is the clone that is the most like me in, in, in all sense of the word. Um, and then you go around to the back of the forearm, uh, right about where the elbow is, is my, uh, Fordo, the, the clone from Gendy Tartakovsky's Clone Wars. Um, from there, I want to do Optimus Prime is going to be right by the wrist, um, and going up underneath Wrecker. And then we're going to do a Gears of War tattoo right above the elbow, um, on my arm, like, the one that fa- facing outward, not, not the inner portion of my arm, uh, the, the outer. And so that, that's going to be the gears of war tattoo. That's getting done in April. Um, I plan on getting a halo tattoo on the inner, the inner portion of my bicep, um, to, for halo. And I, I do have ideas for other things. I just haven't fully decided on if I wanted to do it. Basically the overall idea of this tattoo sleeve is going to be space. Um, it's very space themed between transformers and star Wars and gears of war taking place on planet Sarah and halo and ultimately coming together with moon Knight, which, you know, takes place on earth, but it's, he, he's the avatar of moon God, everybody. So ultimately I feel it still fits the space theme, but basically this is all going to culminate together. And what I have worked out with my tattoo artist down the line is that what I'm going to do is we're going to get, basically just space it's going to be space with a bunch of colors and stars and it's going to look beautiful i'm going to add in spaceships from star wars and transformers i want to get the arc in there i want to add like a clone venator i want to add planets like umbara and coruscant and camino i want to get cybertron on my arm like stuff like that i i just thought of the idea to add uh everybody knows one of my favorite bands of all time twerp um they have they have lore to their band because each of them play a character in the band and commander meowch has a planet called planet base uh i now have a shirt of that and i want to get that planet on there because i think that's a really cool looking planet i thought it'd be a good nice little homage to twerp as well um but ultimately it's all going to culminate together with the moon knight tattoo the moon knight tattoo is the big crown on top of the on top of the head of everything that i have going on uh with this arm and the reason is, is because this Moon Knight piece is not only just going to be Moon Knight, it's going to have the moon in it. I want a full moon on my shoulder and the full moon itself is going to be nice and detailed and it's just going to finish. I think it's going to finish off the space aesthetic so nicely. It's, it's like the cherry on top of the on top of the whipped cream, you know, that big, glorious moon. It's just going to culminate all together with all the different planets and stars and all the different designs. It's going to look really nice, I think. But that's ultimately what I got. Um, 
But yeah, my birthday will be a couple of days after this pod after this podcast debuts, and I can't wait to get that tattoo done. But uh, yeah, we we've hit the uh, we've hit the hour mark, everybody. Uh, I did it. <laughs> I have successfully rambled on for an entire hour for you got for your guys' listening pleasure, and I really hope you guys stuck around for the whole thing because and, and enjoyed it because I enjoyed recording this for you guys. You know. I, I had a lot of fun with this one. I, uh, you know, I had to pause a couple times to think about what to, what to say, but I feel like any person would do that. You know, that's just common nature. You know, you know, people take breaks and stuff like that. People need time to think about things real quick, you know, but ultimately I'm rambling again. Uh, ultimately I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys, you guys were entertained by this and I hope you guys had a laugh or two on my behalf, <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be the end of the episode here, everybody. Be sure to uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, we'll be back with Malik next week. So you don't have to worry about me rambling like this every episode and such. Yeah, we hope I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day, your night, whatever you guys, whatever time it is you guys are listening to this. I hope you guys enjoy it. All right, well I'm gonna get out of here, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye.